Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now today's first story comes from Veronica and herself and says, My fiance told me I wouldn't be able to pull anyone else and I'm offended. Me and my fiancé have been together for almost five years, engaged for six months. We've never had issues where one of us was mad for a long time until this, and he, my mum and friends think that I'm overreacting. I had a dream some nights ago that I ended up dating a famous actor by accident. We've both had dreams where crazy things happened and told each other about it. I told him in the morning and we laughed about it. However, he made a comment about how my dreams are always extremely delusional. I asked him to elaborate, thinking it would be something funny, and instead was met with a comment about how I wouldn't be capable of pulling someone half as attractive as said actor, let alone him. I was taken aback, and he doubled down and told me to be realistic, that most men wouldn't even look my way because I look like I'm already taken, and stopped looking interesting some time ago, and now even more with the engagement. I told him that I don't want any men to look my way, but The implication of his words hurt me. He told me it was irrelevant because we're together and I wouldn't leave him, and to stop being offended over something I asked and left. For the record, my weight, hair, and general appearance have stayed the same. I'm low-key high maintenance, so this isn't me letting go or something. I called my mum for reassurance, and she agreed I was overreacting. I called my friends for the same purpose and was met with the same response. I feel very hurt because I love my fiancé and find him very attractive, and I know other people do. I am grateful that he chose to be with me, and that makes me value him even more. I thought he thought the same about me, but apparently he thinks I wouldn't ever leave him because I can't pull anybody. That is somehow making me feel like he doesn't value me as I do. And worst of all, that I may be wrong for how I feel, but I can't control it. Am I overreacting? If so, how can I manage this so it doesn't affect us long term? It's been almost a week and he is still being short with me because I look like I'm miserable about a petty thing. I just want things to go back to normal. ETA, the actor, was Adam Driver. I've had a few DMs asking this in case it's relevant. ETA 2, my closest friend group, is a four girls group where I'm the only one with a relationship slash that has been in one. Another detail someone messaged me to include. I do have other friends, but I haven't told them anything given the response I got from my closest circle. Finally, I have a long history of being super sensitive. I've cried over minor things my whole life, which is why it is not surprising for my closest ones to immediately call me out on it. I'm in therapy addressing that. My pushover nature and my self-esteem issues. Thank you to everyone that has commented and given me support and reassurance. I'll be forcing him to talk to me today. 
to see if this is in any way salvageable or if I just lost half a decade of my life. Lol. How is other people agreeing with this? Your mum and friends? What what kind of fucking planet are they on? Did you actually tell them what he said? Because that's ridiculous. He said that you stopped looking interesting some time ago and even more with the engagement. That's not you being sensitive. That's him being bloody rude and insulting you. And someone you love has got upset about a situation and in, instead of you know stepping back and saying look I'm, I'm really sorry about that this is someone you love someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with apparently and stepping back and and you know talking about it he just says nah you're in the wrong here move on kind of thing absolute bullshit but we do have some comments with replies from op so muck kitten man says i don't know what your friends or mum are on but i think that is an asshole of a comment to make to your future wife and then says, be happy you're with me because you wouldn't be able to pull anyone else. That's an insult if you ask me. Maybe I could have got past it if he apologized afterwards. Instead, he doubled down and said you're overreacting and should get over it. Disastrous ad says, a clear insult. And Opie says, I felt insulted. However, they insist that he is just being playful and that I take things too personally. They also implied that it's irrelevant too because I'm taken and don't need to pull anyone per se. I've had self-esteem issues in the past. I'm currently in therapy and doing so much better. Even so, my fiancé helped me really be comfortable in my body. This feels so out of character for him. That's the first time he's reacted angry towards me. I was honestly at a loss. Auntie Venom quotes the section where it says, I'm already taken and stopped looking interesting some time ago. And this says, um, what? You stopped looking interesting some time ago. Sounds like he's trying to dent your self-esteem, to be honest. You don't think you can do better and never leave him. Pretty negging thing of him to say. Kind of demeaning to you as a woman. Interesting that your mum says that you're overreacting. Were you raised by someone who also tried to take you down a notch? Opie says my parents never took me down in terms of appearance, but they do think I take everything personally and don't let go of petty stuff. Utost Avocado says in quotes, they do think I take everything personally and don't let go of petty stuff and then says, I bet dollars to donuts you can't name one single time you've had an issue with something and your parents acknowledged you were hurt and gave a real apology. And I don't mean a fake one saying, I'm sorry you feel hurt or I'm sorry you feel that way. I mean, sorry I did X to hurt you. After a lifetime of having your needs unmet and discarded, you're going to be pretty used to having a broken compass when it comes to advocating for yourself. Opie says completely true. I've never been given an apology by them. They've been good to me in other ways, but never in recognizing when they messed up. Nerd Girl says, How is it a non-issue if you're upset? That makes it an issue. Opie says I have a long history of being upset at non-issues because I've been told multiple times I'm oversensitive. It's getting better and I'm getting better. This was really out of the blue, but it did set me back a couple of steps. Shelly895 says, who told you there were non-issues? Any specific examples? Opie says, usually my family. I'm the second oldest, but oldest girl in the family. When expectations were different for me than my older brother or younger sister, and I tried to object, those would be called non-issues. And I was always the one to compromise and deal with it. In the relationship, I can just think of one previous instance for something that was a non-issue, which was a minor fight regarding chores where I got pissed at him because he didn't wash dishes properly. This became a, you're ungrateful because he helps from my immediate female family members. 
But OP comes into the post seven weeks later and updates and says, hi everyone, I've been getting messages regarding my previous post and also people asking how I'm doing. I'm doing good. I would like to thank everyone who took the time to comment, reassure me and even share resources for me. OP gives a brief TLDR then, but we're going to go into the full part of it. So it says, for those of you who want the details, here it goes. First, you gave me the courage to reach out to my other friends outside my closest circle. And they were shocked by what happened and told me not to brush it off. They echoed many of your comments and even called it negging too. Also, my therapist backed up my feelings and said I needed a straight up chat with my partner to set some clear boundaries and decide what's best for me and what I wish to enforce as my non-negotiables. Second, I did follow someone's advice and started going out more with my supportive friends. My birthday actually fell in between these dates and I decided to celebrate it by bar hopping in my city and it went great. My ex was invited. We were still together at that point and were sulking the whole time because I did get external attention, which I shut down. Finally, what happened with my now ex? After talking with my therapist, I did explain my feelings to him again and reiterated that those comments will not be tolerated if we were to continue in the relationship. I also said we needed counseling as a couple because this could stem from insecurities from both sides. He did not apologize, but rather justified his actions under three arguments. And yes, these came from a 28-year-old man. I do look less interesting. And it's unfair to use my birthday as an example of me attracting anyone because I was catfishing as a younger woman, as the girls I invited are mostly 22 to 24. Adam Driver, the actor I dreamt about, is taller than him. We're both 5'7", and he is insecure about it, so dreaming with people taller than him is disrespectful and emasculating. Even if his words are objectively attractive, ever since I started therapy, I became cocky and more demanding, so he took the chance to bring me back to earth. All of this was a shock to me. I felt as if the man I was with for the last five years was not there anymore. This was a complete 180 from what he was before, and I do believe is a mix of slipping off the mask after the engagement and the fact that he's changed jobs to a male-dominated corporation, and those new friends did give me a weird vibe regarding their stance on women and equality. Regardless of what prompted this change, I ended it, returned the ring, packed the bag with my essentials I had at his place and left while he threw a tantrum. He was super uncooperative in returning some of my remaining stuff. He sent things in trash bags full of glitter and won't let me enter his apartment anymore. He also sent me all of the Star Wars movies with Adam Driver in them broken and destroyed. LOL. This made all the pain I felt almost immediately disappear. Which feels weird because I did love him and it was a long relationship. Yet I grieved for like a week only. I did count my losses and just accepted some things I won't get back. Blocked him and haven't heard or seen him since. Thank God it's a big city. My immediate circle of friends was cut off as they valued more going to a wedding than my well-being. I'm low contact with my mum and I'm being supported by my dad and siblings. I've continued therapy, did a Friendsgiving celebration and I'm bracing myself for the holidays with my family. I'm mostly okay, relearning to be on my own. To validate my feelings and current debating whether to send a thank you card to Adam Driver. <laughs> Thanks everyone for reading and happy holidays.
absolutely fair play to OP for getting out of that relationship, for cutting off that immediate circle of friends who weren't supportive and going low contact with the mum. It sounds like everything's moving in the right direction. Obviously, it's going to be tough for OP just coming out of a relationship like, well, in my opinion, is absolutely the right thing in this situation. I mean, this guy was pretty much angry because she was doing well in therapy, which is just some bizarre ass logic. And as much as the relationship was bad for her, of course, it's going to hurt initially. But I hope as time goes on, and it sounds like she's doing really well already, that things continue to move in the right direction for OP. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from AnyComfortable3624 and says, Am I the arsehole for asking for space from my wife? And it does come with an update as well. Hey Reddit fam, need your thoughts on a situation that went down in my life. So I've been married to my wife for a few years now. And don't get me wrong, I love it a bit, but lately things have been a bit intense. Now I'm wondering if I'm the asshole for telling her I need a break. So here's the deal. We've been spending a lot of time together, like all the time. Between work, family events, and just daily life, it feels like we're stuck to each other like glue. And I'm the kind of guy who needs a bit of breathing space, you know? Like I need some time alone to recharge my batteries and do my own thing. Last week, after a particularly stressful day at work, I came home and the first thing she did was ask about my day. Now, usually I'd be cool with that, but that day I just needed a moment to decompress. I tried to explain that I needed some time alone to just chill and unwind. Well, let's just say she didn't take it too well. She got all upset and accused me of not wanting to spend time with her and started questioning our entire relationship. I mean, whoa, hold on a sec. I just wanted a breather not a one-way ticket to the doghouse. So the next day, we had a talk. I laid it out there, told her that I love her but need some space to maintain my sanity. I emphasize this not about her, it's just how I am. And you know what she said? If you need space, maybe we shouldn't be together. Now, I'm sitting here wondering if I'm the arsehole for being honest about needing some me time. I get relationships are about compromise, but is it wrong to ask for a bit of personal space without being branded as the bad guy? I've been mulling it over, and part of me feels guilty. Maybe I should have sugarcoated it or 
found a gentler way to say it. But then again, should I really feel bad for being honest about my needs? Anyway, Reddit, am I the asshole? Now, this is one of those stories where it just automatically makes me think there's more to it going on in the background and not just this particular issue. But if we're just going on this whole alone time from loved ones, etc., etc., I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think it's quite healthy, but I am an introvert anyway, so that might be just me. And I just see alone time as a very healthy thing anyway. But Next Republic says, not the arsehole, have either of you done research into introverts and extroverts? It's a classic sign of an introvert to need alone time, even from loved ones, in order to decompress and recharge. Without that, they can become exhausted and depressed, but the opposite is true for extroverts. It might help to approach things from that angle, figure out slash being respectful of what you and your partner each need. That's part of a healthy relationship after all. Opie says, I'm not a complete introvert, but I certainly prefer some alone time rather than a gathering. It doesn't freak me out or anything, but I certainly prefer it less to be in a crowd. Well, wife is pure extrovert energy. I guess we do need to clear it out. SFC Hayes says, what does your wife do on the daily? Opie says she has worked from home. I contribute 75% of the finances and helping repairs around the house. She, however, does contribute to the house EMI and does most of the house chores. I try to help out whenever I can, but she is the lady of the house. Solo Yolo says not the arsehole. After a long day, nobody wants to be interrogated and relive everything. Her intentions were good, but with a few small changes, she can give you the space you need. Opie says, I would like to believe that what she said was only in the heat of the moment. I wonder if I could have responded better to her greeting, but her reaction actually shocked me since she is so sweet and cute all the time. A couple more additional comments. Joey Shink says, not the arsehole. Everyone needs alone time. And to be honest, I can't stand couples who are stuck to each other like glue. To me, it's unhealthy and everyone is an individual, not half a person. And if I wanted to meet up with my mate and his girlfriend was always there, I'd feel like a third wheel. OP, you need time and friend time without her sometimes. And she should respect it, not trap into being joined to a hip 24 seven. To have a healthy relationship, you need your own time, space, friends and life away from the other person. Otherwise, it becomes toxic and like you are trapped and dependent on each other. It sounds like she's become dependent on being with you. OP, take a break, clear your head, but if things don't improve, I'd consider getting out and finding someone more understanding of your needs, your own personal space. Old Far says, I'm going to go with no one's an asshole here. Under the assumption that you were both just unclear in communicating. Try having another discussion with her and attempt to explain the issue the way you did here. And it says nothing about your love for her or your relationship, just your personal needs. You have any hobbies you could pursue to unwind, biking, hiking, going to the gym, whatever. Just make time for yourselves, both of you, and for each other. And not quite the same, but about personal space. I had a bit of a situation in one of my previous jobs. It just popped up as I was reading some of them comments and... You know, it was one of these warehouses that I worked at. And this guy really seemed to like me for some reason. Like after the first couple of weeks of getting to know me. And then I was noticing more and more. He was always sort of like, like this post says, pretty much glued to my hip when we were working. Would follow me around. Would keep talking. He's very much an extrovert. You know, would talk to everybody and anybody. Whereas I'm pretty much the opposite. You know, I talk a lot on here. And in real life, get me going and I don't stop. But in general, I'm, I'm, I'd am i say I'm a pretty quiet person. 
very much introvert. Don't want to inject myself into conversations and stuff unless I unless I have really, really something to say. I kind of just like listening and plodding along. But this guy would follow me around all day and it got to the point where I was sort of like dreading going into work to the point where I was thinking, oh man, I'm going to have to go somewhere else if this carries on because I just can't deal with it. I can't focus on anything when someone's talking to me constantly, you know. As I said, nice chat, but I just felt absolutely overwhelmed and I thought, I'm going to have to say something or I'm going to have to leave. That was my choices. So I had to say, look, in the nicest possible way, I really, really like you, but sometimes I just need my own little space and i said like and i was just honest and upfront and i was saying look i, I really don't mean it anything against you is it's very much me that i do need my own space to focus every once in a while and you know at first he, he looked a bit offended but I had a couple of conversations with him saying you know it's really not i'm not offended by you or anything like that it is me i just need that space to focus in my own head and in the end he did get it and the relationship between me and him was much better in the end I was really trying not to be an arsehole about it because some people don't understand about it as well. And, and I get that. And the majority of the time, I'm quite happy to have a conversation, to listen to people, to chat, etc., etc. But it was, I can't explain how constant it was. But we did come out of it in the end, a much better relationship. Still friends with that person to this day. He'll meet up every once in a while and have a chat and stuff. But anyway, I'm going off as usual. Let's move on to the update, which says, Hey Reddit, it's me again. So remember that post about me asking for a break from my wife? Well, things took a turn and I need your advice on this mess. After our heart to heart, I thought we had an understanding, but oh boy, I underestimated the fallout. The next few days were icy. Lisa, my wife, was distant and our usual banter turned into awkward silence. I figured it would take some time for things to settle, but it got worse. We tried to make plans for a movie night or a casual dinner, but Lisa wasn't having it. She seemed hurt and kept bringing up my request for space, making me feel like the bad guy. It's like every attempt at connection was met with a reminder of my so-called need for a break. Last night, she dropped a bombshell. She told me that my request made her question our entire relationship. She expressed doubts about whether we were meant to be together if I couldn't handle being around her. Ouch. She asked me if there was some other girl I liked. She didn't believe me even after I denied it multiple times. She claimed I was probably going to leave her for some other girl. So as you can expect, my patience eventually ran out. I lost my mind and said something stupid. Well, if you don't stop being so damn insecure, then I probably will. Oops, wrong words to say in this situation. I immediately realized what I just said and shut up, but she stood still dumbfounded before leaving without a word. I have not heard from her since, but apparently she went to my mum's house. Now I'm stuck in this awkward limbo, wondering if I open Pandora's box by being honest about needing some time to myself. It feels like my attempt to preserve my sanity might have cost me the closeness we once had. I didn't expect things to spiral like this, and I'm genuinely torn about whether I should have just kept my need for a break to myself. Like I said after the first bit, it just still feels like there was more to this, there's more going on in the background, you know. She immediately mentioned divorce in the first post. She's gone to infidelity in the second post. Opie's also replying about stop being so damn secure or I probably will. As always, I don't know the full ins and outs. I'm just saying what I'm feeling as I'm reading the story, which, you know, most of the time isn't correct. <laughs> but what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below.
Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 